Good morning. I'm Ryan File, and this is First Thing, the Mail Tribune weekday podcast that touches on our top stories of the day. Past First Thing episodes and other podcasts done by my colleagues can be found at mailtribune.com podcasts. You've got plenty to choose from, whether it's Mark Freeman's Tales of an Outdoor Writer, our editorial board's My View, Greg Stiles' Rogue Biz, Sarah Lemon's The Whole Dish, Chris Henry's Game On, and Alyssa Corman's The Archive. I also have another podcast that I only do occasionally called The Insider, where I chat with other Mail Tribune reporters about more in-depth projects they've been working on. So, I've had my say about that. Let's get to some news. That's why you're here, right? It's Thursday, June 7th, 2018. Oregon's Secretary of State Dennis Richardson, a Republican from Central Point, has been diagnosed with brain cancer. Doctors found a small cancerous tumor on his brain during a May physical, but he believes the cancer was caught early, Richardson said in an address streamed via Facebook Live Wednesday. The 68-year-old Richardson said he anticipates being active for the foreseeable future. First of all, I'm on the job, and I'm going to continue, Richardson said. I absolutely will fulfill my responsibilities. The normally articulate Richardson struggled as he described his present health and unspecified treatment options ahead of him. I've worked out today, and I've been able to join in the efforts of helping my grandkids and the opportunity that we're going to have for a thorough evaluation of our treatment options, and so that's going to be a challenge that we're going to face in the future, Richardson said. Richardson didn't answer questions posted to Facebook after the video for more details about his diagnosis or prognosis. About three and a half hours later, Richardson acknowledged in a Facebook post that his message hadn't gone as smoothly as planned. He'd hoped to portray himself as strong and positive, he said, but, quote, definitely didn't stick that landing. If I seemed a bit off, well, I was, Richardson said. Sitting down around the kitchen table last night to tell my children by video conference that I have cancer was one of the most difficult moments in my life. Sitting down in front of a camera to share this information with the entire state of Oregon in a very public way was equally as difficult, but for different reasons. I hope people give me the grace to process as I learn more about my health. This is all just so new to me, Richardson posted. And of course, when I have more information to share, I will do so. Next up, keep an eye on the skies. Up to 140 competitors from across the nation and overseas will participate in the inaugural Applegate Open Paragliding Competition, June 9th through 16th, to ride the renowned thermals offered by launching from Wood Rat Mountain. Rogue Valley Hang Gliding and Paragliding Association has taken over the event, formerly called the Rat Race. Mike and Gail Haley, rat race organizers for 14 years, announced that 2017 would be their last race. The event had been hosted on their property, but will shift to Longsort Vineyards. Woodrat is a world-class site. We get pilots from all over the U.S. who will spend a week flying here, said Dan Wells, event organizer. It's the first year for us. Hopefully it gets easier. It's been a learning experience. Longsword has been a favorite landing spot for paragliders over the years and will be the end point for competitors on both Saturdays. Other landing sites will be determined on the days of the events based on weather and thermal conditions. Sites near Talent and Emigrant Lake may be used. Competitors might also fly to Grants Pass, but then would return to the Applegate for touchdown. A majority of the pilots hail from Washington, Oregon, or California, with a number of entries from Utah and one from Brooklyn, said Wells. The British Virgin Islands, Costa Rica, Argentina, and Japan also will be represented. And last up. On track seemed to veer off the rails a year ago. 
but the Addiction Recovery Organization is back on track, reopening all of its programs and preparing to move dads and their children into a new facility in East Medford. A year ago, OnTrack was under a microscope with state officials, who chastised the agency for substandard housing, while it also fended off legal threats, staff changes, and allegations of improper behavior by some employees. Internally, employees didn't mince words about the shaky structure of the organization, as it faced one controversy after another. Total chaos, that's one of the words I heard, said April Murray, who has been the residential programs director for just over a month. The old OnTrack. What's done is done. Those troubles seem to be behind OnTrack, which has invested $2 million in renovations at various buildings in Jackson and Josephine counties. The 150-employee organization has seen considerable upper management changes as well, including new executive director Alan Ledford. Eddie Wallace, formerly with the Oregon Shakespeare Festival, has joined OnTrack as its communications director. And that is it for today. Be sure to check out full versions of these stories at our website, mailtribune.com. And if you want to stay connected to us throughout the day, follow us on social media or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. Have a good one.